Hey, Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Cubs post-game show podcast presented by PointsBet. Use the promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to 2000 bucks. Cubs win in the corn, 4-2 to over the Reds. It is their World Series, if you will. The Field of Dreams game, along with Cobby Del Mendo and Corny Friedman. I am Luke Schuckmeyer. And yes, we are hoping that Ryan... <laughs> Hey, Rara will be able to join us later from Dyersville, Iowa, in the Field of Dreams. 197 miles from Wrigley Field. They still did it. Cubs go out and play a game in the corn. I have to admit, it was a cooler game than I expected. For it being two horrific teams, you know, 45 wins and four versus 44 wins, the battle for third or the battle for last in the division, um, it, was, it was a better event than I expected it to be. Yeah, I mean, I thought the worst possible thing could happen is if both teams come out, there's a bunch of errors or something like yeah. that, and then we're just the laughing stock. Oh, uh, yes. There you the go. Laugh- there you stock go. of uh, social media. Uh, turns out the only thing that people were laughing about were was uh, Harry Carey's uh, hologram. Jack so, R. liked uh, it. You know, uh, the I'll take that, considering how bad both these teams are. So, yeah, I thought... I thought pregame, like after we got off and watched a little bit, what yeah. the, what they had the whole everyone walking out of the corn, um, Griffey and Griffey yeah. and like all the kids with their parents that they had chosen and the players. I thought I thought it was great. I you know, I think it's something obviously that the MLB better bring back after they do their renovations and everything, because uh, I think it is a great event and I think tonight kind of proved that really doesn't matter. If the teams are good or bad, they probably get higher viewership if both teams are good. But uh, I don't know. I I am genuinely okay or happy because the Cubs won. But also, I'm happy that at least the product was good. Like, I think that if you tuned in and you're not a Cubs or a Reds fan and you watched it, it's like, I thought that what they gave us was, was okay. Like, I, I don't know. It, it's not going to be a memorable one. Like, we'll remember it because right. we're Cubs fans. But, like, in five years, like, people will forget about this. It was more yeah. interesting than the Cubs and Reds playing in Cincinnati. Oh, yeah. For sure, yeah. Than what I, we're going to get this weekend. I think the, right. you know, the miking up Joey Votto, that one inning was cool. Um, Hap. Hap was good. They even did it with Hap, and unfortunately that inning went super fast, so they didn't have him that long. But they also had Fergie Jenkins in the booth with Smoltz and uh, Davis. Mm-hmm. Uh, Johnny Bench was up there, too. Yeah, Johnny Bench. Uh, they, I think for the, the game that it was, I think that – they did as well as they could have. But, again, I wish they would have just not done that seventh-inning stretch. They should have just put the video up like they do at Wrigley. <laughs> it, was a fun, it was a fun day, right? Like, all the content, them coming yeah. through the corn. They, uh, there was some video of the Cubs players, like, milling about the house from the movie set. And, yeah, like, you know, it wasn't the best game any of us have ever watched, but it was an entertaining night of baseball, I think. And for me, like, anything that starts – the broadcast at least did with Ken Griffey Jr. We're off to a great start. I think that's just good for the game of baseball. I think people, especially you maybe like Cody and I's age, like that really resonates with us. What's that supposed to mean? Uh, well, you know, you're, but Johnny Bench was more for you, right? Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. That's cold. Uh, Lucas has a good point on the chat saying it'll be interesting to see what the viewer numbers are compared to last year. I actually don't think it'll be that close because no. you had the Yankees in the last game, and the Yankees are going to be the draw. I think the Cubs have the you know 
Cubs are a similar type draw, but they're not good right now. Right. When the retention last year, because last year's game was just, and it was an electric game. Here's my idea. Because that game was so great, I don't think they will ever top that game. This was cool, except for the fact that it was two bad teams. I think I would tell Frank Thomas, do this every five years. Don't turn into the winter classic from the NHL. Yeah. Don't let it just become something where it's like just another game and it's on in the middle. And like, make it special for the two teams that are there and make teams wait at least at least three years between doing it. And he, he's, they're going to go out and they're going to build. The reason they're not having a game there next year is they're building these, these youth fields so they can compete with Cooperstown and they'll have youth baseball tournaments there. Great. Let that be a big thing for a couple years. Let the kids go there, but then have that connected with a major league game when you come back in a couple years. The Winter Classic example is a good one because I remember when that first started. It was awesome. And it was such a novelty. And they had so many unique places to go, and now they do it, and it's like, oh, it's the Blues and Blackhawks again from some football stadium. Yeah, you lose the novelty a little quickly with stuff like this. I mean, I think you could have any team, two teams, go out there and it'd be cool. Uh, but it'd also be kind of cool if it was a thing where a, a local Midwest team was always in it so that their fan base could drive to it. I don't care if it's the Twins, the Brewers, whoever it might be. It, it was neat that that's what happened. Obviously, Cubs-Cardinals would be a great matchup. Cubs-Sox playing one of their crosstown games there would be... Electric. Really, really yeah. fun. Yeah. So that, that's what I would like to see. As for the game, Drew Smiley, where were you a couple months ago when we needed you? <laughs> like... He was he's he looks good and this is why they signed him. They could have picked up a nice piece for him at the trade deadline had he not been injured prior to it. I think there's definitely some teams that are going to need that depth going forward as they head towards trying to make the playoffs that are probably kicking themselves for not he had that it was like that one start where we were debating like should he be out there right before the trade deadline and it wasn't really enough to convince anybody, I guess. Mm-hmm. I think there's going to be some teams that are like, shoot, we probably could have had some nice depth for, you know, not that great of a prospect, but the Cubs would have taken it. But, yeah, I mean, he looks great. The last few outings have been pretty solid. Man, I I think a lot of teams right now might be regretting it because if you can get this guy, like you said, for the last two months, I don't care if he pitches in the postseason. It's just to try and, you know, improve your position so you're not – in one of those lower wild card spots or just trying to get to one of those wild card spots. I'm I'm sort of shocked in in the chat that a lot of people seem to kind of like the hologram. The chat is positive wildly different than mm-hmm. what I'm viewing on Twitter because mm-hmm. I have not seen anybody say that they like that. Um, but hey, to to each their own. It wasn't well, for you me. You guys is <laughs> you guys' reaction was a lot more like you I could tell you guys hated it immediately. Mine was more of like, why is he wearing a suit? Like, I just, I don't know. Like, I, if you're going to do a hologram of Harry Carey, like, I, just make it a little bit more vibey at least. Like, I don't know. I just, I, I just, it just didn't look good. No, it if, didn't, it didn't look if good. If you're going to do that of a guy who's no longer with us, right, it should at least, I think, pay respect to the person and I think when it looks like that it's just one of those decisions like just don't do this like at Wrigley Field they show the video it's authentically hairy it's a video of him and it looks great everybody has a great time this is a nice idea 
if it looks really good. And there were just some shots of it that, like, to me, were like kind of nightmare fuel, I thought. Like, yeah. they just did not look like Harry Carey. And the, at that the, point, I wouldn't do it. The image of him from behind Harry <laughs> looked like Ashley Schaefer from Eastbound and Down. <laughs> or it looked like Dr. Brenner from Stranger Things. Yeah. Or Jimmy Luke. Johnson from Fox Football. It was not Harry Carey. Yeah. yeah. Lucas says that the hologram gave him hives. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, it's kind of crazy. The reaction is hot or cold. There's no, there doesn't seem to be. Cody's like the one person that's like in the middle here, just kind of saying, oh, it was all right. It wasn't the worst thing. I thought it was really weird. It didn't look like him. You could have just had the voice of Harry Carey singing that, or you could have just put him on the Jumbotron like you do at a Cubs yeah. game, and that would have been okay, too. I love the idea of having Harry get a moment like that to honor him right. and the tradition of him singing the stretch. I love the idea. Um, and, you know, when we talked about it in pregame, there was that, like, tweet that was like, it's potentially offensive. I was envisioning worse. It wasn't as bad as I was thinking. I don't it know what they thought was offensive like about it. I just didn't think it was that good. If I would have been a decision maker there, I just would have looked at it a couple hours beforehand and would have said, we don't need to do this. Nobody knows how it turned out. Like, we put some time and effort into it, but... I don't think it's that good. Let's bail on this. I'd be curious, like, if you were Chip Carey, are you, like, into that? Or are you like, oh, man, uh, I wish you would have left that alone? That's you know? interesting, yeah. Dutchy or, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I agree with uh, with Clark in the comments. Like, the video at Wrigley is Harry. It captures the spirit, the energy of Harry. It's really him, you know? Yeah. This just wasn't that. It's a nice right. idea. It just... It, it missed for it would me, have been better again it would have been better if it just would have done the video like they do it regularly again I, I I'm very I, I wouldn't even say I'm in the middle I lean more that I didn't like it but again what bothers me the most is that he's wearing a freaking suit like you wanted shirt off Harry yeah shirt off Bleachers, Harry Harry yeah. put him a give him a Budweiser yeah, like, there's no Budweiser no Budweiser <laughs> nope I, I don't know just like they had done such a good job of like making it fun for like <laughs> those two teams that were playing. Like, yeah, fuck it, just give them a beer, and let them let them be hairy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's that that's what again, that's what bothered me. And I get it. Like live national television, like maybe you know for family purposes, they ain't gonna do that. But you could have been holding a beer, right? Like right. it's it's all sponsored by yeah, you know, beer yeah, companies. Yeah, right. Like, Clark nails know, it like, though. You can't capture the character of Harry Carey right. in a hologram and then like. Fox was smart enough to not show it a lot. We got that. A lot of crowd shots. And they the were like, let's back. get the, yeah. let's get how the crowd's reacting to it. Yeah. I don't know. Hey, they tried, you know. Drunk Harry or GTFO. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, Smiley, let's see. Smiley was one story, right? Harry Carey was another. <laughs> the other, Nikki three hits. Madrigal. Nikki runs batted in. He's back. Nikki, Nikki, uh, Nikki fast two legs. bags. Yeah. yeah, Nikki two bags. Uh, is he for real? Listen, man. All I, I keep saying it. More, more, and more. We need more for me to buy in. I need more. Cody, we flipped roles here. I I was over there saying, wait a minute. If this is the guy, if, if three bases and two stolen bases is the guy that the Cubs got from the Sox, thank Sox. And if you get Cody Hoyer to pitch like you think he can next year coming off the injury, 
wait a minute. This would be a fleecing. Listen, man. This has uh, this ha- this is back to having good upside for the Cubs. For sure. No, this is great to see. And I'm not out on Madrigal, like I said yesterday. I'm not out on him. I'm just not all in. I'm like maybe half a step in. I'm like, One foot in. Yeah, I'm like, you know, like I'm going. But like You're a toe in the cold pool, just yeah. checking to see what the water's <laughs> yeah, like. Yeah, like again, he's get he, what he is doing the last this week, I guess you could say, is giving you the value that he brings, which is hits and uh, you know, that that I mean, second base he's been fine, hasn't made any errors, whatever. I I, I don't know. All I know is that if he plays well these last couple months, then that pushes his value up, and perhaps the Cubs can flip him, and they can go sign a Bogarts or a Correa and whatever. Correa at third, Nico at short, Madrigal at second. And that's fine, too. But I also am okay if you put Morel at third. Like, I... I, I might be in Nick, Mad, Nick Madrigal, to me right now, isn't someone that you can be like, this guy has to be on the Cubs in 2023. He's, he's a nice piece, but... Unless he's getting three hits a night. Well, yeah, yeah but <laughs> that's what—that's the first time in his career, Stucky. I know. I know. I know. I know. You're playing devil's advocate over I here. am. So, again, we need I need to see more for me to believe that this is what we're going to get all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, that's basically where I'm at. So, and like, like I've said all season, you know, Nick Madrigal shouldn't be stopping you from going to get – uh, a, a top-tier infielder to play alongside Nico Horner. And one of the r- biggest reasons that I'm, like, kind of, like, not all in on Magical despite what he's done this week is, like, him and Horner are very similar type players. And that was kind of, like, the the pushback about the trade when it was made last year because both of them, both him and Nico, like, they don't have a lot of power. And maybe Nico could eventually, but still, like, right now they're both very similar players in terms of, like, what they bring to the table. Obviously, Nico has been a lot better than him. He's been healthy, all that stuff. I'm not saying that they're equal. I'm just saying that the type of players they are, they are very similar. So on you, offense, yes, yeah. on offense. So you gotta have you got you gotta have one one or one of them has to have a little bit more power than the other, in my opinion. And Magical doesn't have a homer this year. He hasn't been able to stay healthy. So I, again, I just need to see more, and then maybe I will then I'll be able to reevaluate. But this is a good start. I love that I love that he's doing it. I'm happy that he is playing well because if you go back to the beginning of the year, I picked Nick Magical to be like comeback player of the year. So don't say that I'm a Nick Magical hater. I I wanted wanted him to work out with the Cubs. I just we've see I, I will say that I feel like I have seen enough of like what his peak could be with the Cubs. But I could be wrong about that too. So Anyway, Corn I mean, could have changed him. The, the, corn. the corn walking out of the corn. I mean, I think Perhaps. you're. I, I don't think it shouldn't make you a hater to say you want to see more. I think that's totally fair, right? Like hater. he's had a nice week, and his OPS is five eighty, right? <laughs> like he needs to play better for you to like include him in whatever your future plans are. Um, but you know, it, it's it's one of those things where like I think you look at what he did with the White Sox when he was healthy. He's, I think, definitely not as bad as the way he started his Cubs career. I think we knew that. That was, like, really bad and just not— Yeah, no not, one thought he'd be that bad. Yeah, I, I don't think that that's who he is. Where he's able to get from here, if he's able to keep this up, 
who knows, yeah. but it's only a good thing for the Cubs, whether he's doing it here or somewhere else, whatever, if he's able to keep this going. If, he's, if Madrigal is more trade value, that's okay, too. Whatever. If he's the bench guy, that's okay, too. Yeah. Like, I'd love to see somebody that you could put in. You need a pinch hit. You need a base hit. Great. You need to spell somebody for a day, move him around. Well, and you can't, you, you know, you wouldn't keep, someone on the roster just for this purpose ideally he'd be doing more than that but he's also a good guy you look at like the extra innings rule right you need someone to make contact right. move the runner over you'd want nick to be that guy right, right. What the like heck is happening to me i'm all sucked in on nick madrigal well, being a part of this team moving forward i just became cody like I, we just I, flipped I, roles a, like yeah it's like me and your Lucas, spirit came uh, across yeah. the room and jumped inside my body wow are you ready to vibe out luke i feel like i'm vibing i He's might vibing. scooter home all Somebody the way down tonight get I'm luke a couple bush lights yeah get home. get luke a bush light stat <laughs> yes take off the shoes cody give them to luke <laughs> get luke on the scooter and get him a bush light Let's jack go. are the corn change steve <laughs> <laughs> no again like it's it's been a nice week for Madrigal, and it's great to see. And like, even, like I know I said, maybe if you you could build his value up for the Cubs potentially to flip him. I mean, if not that, he'd be in very nice, you know, just depth piece off the bench. You know, I think I've I've listened to other you know, other uh, people talk about this team from uh, other shows and stuff. And you know, we talk about you know the years of Daniel Descalso's and. He Eric Sogard. He should not be named that Luke just He's named. He's going to be in the comments. And Jonathan VR and, and all those types. The Cubs are building their roster to where they don't need to go sign guys like that. Yeah. And Nick Madrigal could be a, you know, a, a guy off the bench that could play on certain particular days against certain pitchers, whatever. That doesn't mean he'll only play or start once or twice a week. It means that I think matchup-wise it would really matter for him Uh I would think differently if he could play other positions, but really second base is the only place yeah. that he can play. And, I mean, I know on the shift we've seen him make some throws from short, but, like, it feels like every time he does that, it's like he's he's throwing as hard as he can. And yeah, it's he like, can only play second. And it's, and it's just like I, he's really got to, like, pull a Nico this offseason and bulk up and, like, kind of get a little bit stronger and everything if if he were to convince me that he could play short. And I just don't see that. I, I don't he can see only it. Play, if you, so. if you want to have a good, like, right. elite-tier defense, he can only right. play second. Well, and you and I talked about this kind of on Tuesday, Luke. Like, Nick is one of those guys where if he can, you know, keep going and get those numbers up, like, you, you have a lot of guys where are they starters every day? Maybe not. But you need that depth. You need those role players. And Nick is another guy, like— He's got three options if you needed to send him down. Again, he's arb-eligible in 2024. He's not going to, you know, cost you millions and millions of dollars every year. So it's one of those things where it's worthwhile to have him out there, see if he gets hot like he has been this week, and then you kind of have all these players, and, yeah, you might have a lot of decisions to make as to where they're playing and what you want to do with them, but that sounds like a great problem to have for the front office, you know? I agree. I mean, I, listen, you're trying, again, you're trying to accumulate people that can play baseball right. at a high level, at the major league level. I don't care where you're going to try and fit them and pull them. Like, right now, you're just trying to gather as many of them as you can, and you'll figure out where to put them. Yeah. That said, Madrigal at second, Horner at short, 
Correa at third, and then you go find yourself. Who would you be your first baseman? Resign Wilson and put him there. And Wilson put, at first. And Wisdom at first. With uh, Mervis. Patrick Wisdom, Mervis, yeah, yeah, sure. Mash Mervis and Wisdom share first base next year. Yeah. Sure. Who just keeps hitting, by the way. He had another RBI double today, nice. I think, for Iowa. he Mervis just keeps hitting. I did find some things that's wrong with Mervis. Apparently his splits are, like, really bad in terms of, like, he can't hit left-handed okay. pitching. So maybe that – like, everyone who keeps clamoring for Mervis, maybe that's why he's staying I down there. I think Patrick Wisdom can. Uh, because Wilson certainly can. Joel says Trey Mancini. He, he struggled against sure. uh, left-handed pitching. Yeah. So, I don't know, whatever. But anyway, yeah, I mean, sure, that, that, could, that could be an option. You could – and if you keep Madrigal, you could also, you know, play Nico at second or and Correa at short and Morel at third on certain days. We've seen how the Cubs work and, like, they just, like, they never have the same guys playing the same positions every single day except for, like, when the core was here, they would, you know, obviously Rizzo was at right. first and Javi was at short every single day. Bryant was the only one who would play all around the field. You know what I mean? And, right. And, and Schwarber always first. played left. Not, but at, not first at first, though. Right? At first, was he was just... always a third, right? So, I, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I just think that, you know, everyone wants to talk about, oh, oh, this this guy will play here, this guy will play there. It's like, well, in a 162-game season, it's just you, they don't they don't throw the same lineup out there every day. Well, and you just you worry you about that. Get the good players, have these guys develop, and, you know, especially like Madrigal, too, like he's a big contact guy. Like Velasquez, you're looking at a big power guy. You want to see that power play. Yeah. You, you gather the tools, you gather good players, and it's David Ross's job and the front office to figure out where to put them, you know, one right. through nine on a daily basis. Or how to package them. Whatever. Right. But it, it, like, in terms of, like, who plays where, like, it, it, it always reminds me of when, you know, Javi was coming up and they had Gliber and, you know, uh, Russell, like, and everybody's thing was like, they have too many shortstops. Where's everybody going to play? Don't worry about it. Right, I, yeah. if, if they all succeed and they're all good. You can't get rid of Terry Earps, right? <laughs> it doesn't matter. You know, yeah. they're, all, they're good players. You want good players, they'll figure out somewhere to put them. Uh, you know. Cody, how did your bets do in the, Ooh, in the uh, big well, Field of Dreams game? Uh, I think I finished pretty even because I made too many bets. Uh, <laughs> but I did I did tell everyone the main winner tonight, and that was Nelson Velasquez to get a hit. Could have got a plus 100 on points bet tonight. So $10 wins you 10 if you place that bet. That's a beautiful thing. Uh, if you don't know anything about sports betting, just know that I was right. That's all that matters. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, made the bet on points bet. And I love opening that app because I love to gamble on sports. And the main reason is because it's the best way to support CHGO. So when you download the points bet app, Luke did it one time. It was, it was twice, a, it actually. Was, yeah. It, it's, been, it's been a wild oh, experience. Oh, no, I did it once. I, I found logins twice. Yes. Yeah. There you go. That. Yep. Uh, you know, Luke, Luke did it. So can you. So when you download that, the points bet app and use code CHGO, when you sign up, you get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. That's a lot of money, folks. But that's not it. If you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content. You even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO Locker. That's $2,000 in free bets, a free CHGO membership, and a free T-shirt from the CHGO Locker, all for making more than a $50 first-time deposit at PointsBet. 
you have any questions, you can email pointsbet at allchgo.com and help you out. And we will help you out. Your home for live in play betting just got even better. See an edge in the game you're watching. Is your favorite team prime for a comeback? I live bet the Reds tonight in a way to hedge my emotions and, and also because I thought the Cubs were going to blow it, but then they didn't. Uh, so I actually lost money. That's why I said I finished a little even because I placed too many bets. Uh, don't just watch the game. Bet along with it live. More live betting, more live markets, faster live cash outs. Follow along with your bets the moment they hit and stay in the live action all game long. Download the PointsBet app right now and use promo code CHGO. So what are you waiting for? It's time to elevate your live betting game. Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with PointsBet. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services. Our next partner has a product I use literally every day. Started taking AG1 because I didn't have time. Wanted better gut health, more energy, and optimized immune system. I'm starting to wonder if Nick Madrigal's on it the way he's been playing baseball because we've seen that. He just that started boost. it. He just yeah, started it when week. he came back, right? Uh, it doesn't taste super healthy. Instead, it's got this mild tropical taste or flavor to it. I take it in the morning. One scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. A special blend of ingredients supporting your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, aging, all those things. I get a noticeable boost of energy, so I take it, bingo. First thing in the morning, that's how I start my day, and giddy up, there I go. It's lifestyle-friendly, whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, gluten-free, dairy-free. You're all good with AG1, and you're investing all-in-one nutritional insurance for less than 3 bucks a day. It's recommended by professional athletes, more than 7,000 five-star reviews. Right now, reclaim your health. Arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. One scoop in a cup of water every day, that's it. You don't need a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens will give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash chgocubs. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash chgocubs to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. I can't get over how many people really, really enjoyed this on the chat. Like, I made fun of this game for a long time on this podcast, and I will admit I enjoyed it more than I thought it, I was going to. I know everybody that goes to the Field of Dreams in Dyersville and goes to a game there or experiences it, just goes when there's not a game there, they go to check out the, the movie site. Everybody says it's a cool thing to do. Everybody I've talked to that's been there loved it. But I just thought two bad teams on television was going to be a bad product. And other than the hologram that I didn't care for, it was a good product. It was one of the most interesting Cub games of the year because it was a different setting. Yeah, and I mean, it seemed like, you know, looking at social media and like CHGO Cubs mentions and stuff like it seemed like everybody had a, a really nice time and it like it's it's a good uh I think it was Kevin in the chat earlier like that it it made part of the regular season which of course in baseball is very long feel special it was a unique night like something in this week to kind of look forward to you know and and baseball doesn't have too much of that we get a lot of that because the Cubs play at Wrigley Field and it's a you know beautiful historic setting uh, but this felt like, uh, 
you know, similar to like when it's the all-star break, like something that you, you gather around and watch because it's a, it's an event that they're putting on. I have a question. Like Iowa is a cool connection because of the Iowa Cubs and all the Cubs fans that are in Iowa that didn't have a major league team don't, and, and then now root for the Cubs instead. Um, could you do this in Southern Illinois? Could you do it in other states around the area? Does it have to be the Field of Dreams site, or could you just put up stadiums in the middle of some of these cornfields that aren't doing very well? Some of the farms aren't doing great, so a lot of them are turning into wind farms. Could you turn some of these into baseball fields where you could have major league teams pop around and just play random they games? They should do that in like states that don't even have a team. That's what I'm saying. Like right. Iowa's the perfect example, but right. like, should Nebraska do this? Well, if you went, that's like, why the College World Series is so popular there because yeah. they don't have a baseball team, so they treat the College World Series like it's the World Series. Everybody wants to go. Well, so you you mentioned the Winter Classic earlier. Like, what if you went? Like, does it have to be cornfields? Like, right. or it could like, be cool if we went to like you know, like Cody said, places where they don't have major league stadiums, just cool places Alaska. to set up a Fly baseball stadium, right? Yeah. I don't know, like cool backdrops. I think about like. I think about Tennessee, like, there's a bunch of minor league teams there. The Cubs have a minor league team there. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the Tennessee Volunteers baseball program is one of the best in the country. Like, there's baseball fans in Tennessee. Uh, you know, maybe, you know, on the east uh, side of Tennessee, you know, with the mountains and everything, maybe it would be a cool scenery-type spot in some place. I don't know where. How about Knoxville near Mount or Rushmore or something? Mount Rushmore in the yeah, background. I, I don't know. I I just think that – Fourth of July game every yes. year? Yeah. Yeah, okay. like something somewhere where – there's just no major league team. Just Get, uh, build like a unique ballpark that kind of represents what that state or mm -hmm. that location is about. Yeah. Because that's what all these ballparks for all the other home teams are about anyway. I mean, everyone talks about the history of Wrigley and, and like the what it brings. Like that's like the main reason people love it is because of like the history and all that. Uh -huh. Like and there you have all these other stories for all these other places too. Even the newer ones have some something about them that sticks out from the other. I mean, PNC is a good example. It's not that old, but people love it because it just has a great view and all of that, all that jazz. So, like, if you were, it's going to take a lot of money, but I'm just saying, like, yeah. they, don't have, they don't have to do it all and build, like, ten of them right away, but, like, just build one somewhere and just say, hey, we're going to do this here and we're going to, you know, invite the two most popular teams or whatever and then just it's similar see how it to goes. Cooperstown. It's similar to what I'm saying Cooperstown did when the Cubs were there, right? Yeah. Like, I get it. Like, the movie set makes this a cool spot to hold this. But I just wonder if there's other opportunities for some other towns to do this for other teams. As long as there's some kind of connection to the community and some cultural element. Because, like, I remember when the Cubs, I think they played the Pirates, right, at the Little League World Series. Yes, I think so. I, when they had, I just remember, I remember Rizzo Cassie, sliding down that's, the hill. That's what I'm thinking of. But it, that's why I thought of it because, like, the lead-up to it had all of that going on, right? They're hanging out with the kids. They're going down the hill. It had, like, a big kind of event feel that tied into the community and was a big event for the people that live there, and it was fun for us to watch on TV. And I think this, you know, tonight is kind of the same thing. This is tied into the movie, you know, but I think you could find that elsewhere. I mean, if you, if you, if you went and start, played a Major League Baseball game in Dominican Republic and Cuba, some of, the, some of Jack, these other countries... Jack says, uh, Sandlot. Where's, where's the side of the Sandlot? Well, it seems like it'd be small. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs>
Uh, Where do we play be... CHO softball? Maybe we can just get uh, get the Cubs out there. Right, yeah. At uh, Mozart Park. <laughs> yeah. All right, I got off topic. If, if anyone goes to the street, that's a home run. We do have a super chat here from Isaac, though. Oh, sorry. Evansville, Indiana has the third oldest park in America and will host a right. game soon. So I just looked it up. It's called Boss Field. Built in 1915, the third oldest stadium besides only Fenway and Wrigley. Um, and it's the site for filming a league of their own in oh, 1992. Okay. So yeah, that would be really go. cool. That's we can just cool. keep doing movies. That works, too. There's yeah. a lot of baseball movies. So I just like don't that do Moneyball. I don't want to go to Oakland. Oakland. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to go to Oakland. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've been to that Not so park. scenic. Stinks, Before yeah. we get to the Ricketts quotes, Cody, you put on Twitter today your top ten baseball <laughs> movies, right? Oh, God. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Sandlot number one, 42, Major League, Hardball, Moneyball, League of Their Own, Rookie of the Year, The Rookie, For the Love of the Game, and Field of Dreams. In that order. How is the natural not in your top ten? I watched it in... Roy what? Hobbs. How could Roy Hobbs yeah, not I, be in the top ten? I, I watched it... it Ironically enough, I watched the the natural for the first time in a photography class I took in college, and I don't know, just nothing. It was okay. I don't know. It just didn't hit me like 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 all those other ones I watched. And we talked about it off air, or maybe we did talk about it on air on, in pregame that if I think I would to please most people, I would need to do another list of my favorite baseball movies that are strictly like all about baseball, like Sandlot and how like baseball brought those friends together and stuff. Sandlot's good. Right? Like major league is like my third favorite one, mainly because it's a comedy and like, there's a bunch of things about it that aren't even related to baseball. How is Bull Durham not on your list? I, I, I I hear you. I hear you. Is it too old for you? I mean, as a kid, my favorite baseball movie before Sandlot and those came out, the original bad news bears as a kid, was really funny. It was really good. <laughs> I've seen And it was both. about Little League, so you could kind of, yeah. like, you know, relate to but that. Like, it was Sandlot before there was Sandlot. my point, I guess what, what I'm saying, like, a lot of people don't think Rookie of the Year is a good movie. I, I don't necessarily even think, like, that it's a good movie. <laughs> but it, I grew up with it. Garden Hoser is, a, is playing for the Cubs as a child. Like, that, like... It's because I grew up with it, and that's why I like it. And I understand that it's not necessarily the best, like, like semina out there related to the game. But like, like again, that's that's my personal preference. I just when it's on, I will watch it, and I will quote every time the the guy can't say his last name right. Like it's 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 just something that it's it's how I am with like Space Jam. Space Jam's not even a like a good I'm not a Space movie. Jam guy either. And I know that's a generation oh, right. thing. Like, Luke, but oh, I love Space Jam. Oh, I, lo- I could I could sit and watch Space Jam anytime. So Teenage like that's kind of like Turtles? that's the the like the best no. comparison I can do I can no. do it with with rookie of the year, I think pretty much anything Michael Jordan was in. Where did Teenage Mutant? Where did you just pull out Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Like Shazam too. Shaq as a genie? Well, no, it's Shaq's not Michael Jordan. Okay, just make it sure. 42, though, is really good. I really love 42, mm-hmm. and I really love Sandlot. Uh, you know, there, there's, there's a lot of really good ones out there. Moneyball I love Moneyball. Is Moneyball's a great one. It's yeah. a, t- a totally uh, new League take. of Their Own is, League of their is own great. Was on your list, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, what, uh, the Roger Maris movie. 61? 61 was mm-hmm. good. Yeah. It's a lot of them. League of Their Own I, is a good A lot of people movie. have Field yep. of Dreams up pretty high, and, like, 
I don't I, have it in my. I I top used five to have it sure. a lot higher, but then I've watched some of these other ones that are on my list that are higher. Like watch them more recently. I'm like, these ones make me feel differently. So you see this crap on the chat. Steve is my dad's age. I understand where he's coming from. Is that is that a backhanded comment? <laughs> I believe that is. <laughs> I love David's comments. Like Jesus Christ, if Luke, it's not, Space I Jam is it. a cinematic classic. <laughs> I I want to hear I want to hear you know when Bill Matt, Murray just stomps out onto the court with his like <laughs> with his sleeves underneath the jersey and his like his Jordan ones or whatever it's an, all, it's an all-time moment in cinema. Is, if yes. you tell if you try to tell me that Space Jam is a better basketball movie than than uh, Hoosiers, I'm no, done with this podcast. It's not forever. about uh, you know the basketball movie. I I just want. Matt Peck and Big Dave to hear that you don't like Space Jam. I, I don't yeah. know that they like. I'm pretty sure they must like Space Jam. I, I don't know. I'm just not those, into those guys. I'm not those into guys cartoons. definitely like. I'm not Space into cartoons. Jam. They, definitely they definitely like Space they Jam, like and they Space definitely Jam. Hate I didn't want to make Space Jam too. Yeah, they oh, definitely, yeah, definitely hate yeah, Space Jam. Terrible. Too, the worst yeah. movie. Luke, go watch Space Jam too. You might find a newfound appreciation for the original Space Jam. <laughs> We're gonna watch it when we get off time when we got off the studio. Uh, Moneyball was a Moneyball was a pretty good baseball movie. I don't have it up there with the Natural. I don't have it up there with Bull Durham. I don't have it up there with Major League. We've we've said before that one way we might finish this season off the last two months is a Ricketts cardboard cutout, and every win, you know, a little piece of the polo comes off or something. (laughs) Yeah. Have you seen Major League? Of course. Okay, I mean, Major League is like an amazing. I've movie. seen right. all. Th- what are there three of them? Yeah, I mean, I the third one is not good. The first one is the one that yeah. counts. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And like, I, I've I've seen people on Twitter like use Major League to like kind of compare it to how the Cubs are running things, or at least how it seems You're the Cubs right. are running things. Well, isn't so. the owner in Major League trying to sell the team? Yes. I yes. think a lot of Cubs wants, where, them, wants them to lose. Michael and they start winning. There, yeah. You know, that, no, that would no be love for uh, no love for bench warmers. You know, John Heater, no. Rob Schneider. It's a good movie. Come on, Corey. No, Shut Joey. that down so quickly. Mm, no. no, I can't. Angels really, in the outfield. I, 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 what about uh, Naked Gun 2, where there's a lot of scenes at Dodger Stadium and he's the umpire? Now, that's those are some great baseball scenes. That's all time. Enrico Palazzo. Yeah, so good. <laughs> I got you, Lou. So good. Unfortunately... Uh, I won't even say it. <laughs> Everyone knows what we're thinking, what we're uh, talking about. Yeah. Uh, all right, the Tom Ricketts quote. So he talked to ESPN, Jesse Rogers, uh, before the Field of Dreams game. And, you know, there were, there were some quotes that you like to see, read, hear, whatever you want to say about them. But there were some things last year that, you know, were said and haven't necessarily lived up to the hype. The competitive team and I said well boy that they they gave themselves a lot of wiggle room with competitive yeah with competitive they could have gone anywhere you can be competitive one day and not the next you lose a game by two runs were you competitive I guess so but if you lose 10 of them in a row was that competitive no yeah multiple um, times. so here the first one he says I'll be the first to acknowledge this is not the type of baseball Cubs fans deserve we need that I know one. Cody likes to see we need that, that yeah. one, the Michael Scott, where he's sitting in front of the Wayne Gretzky quote. It's that, but it's Tom, and it's uh, Tom Ricketts, and then Cody. And then yeah. me, because I've been <laughs> screaming it for yeah. like four months. Yeah, like I, again, I will say this: no, 
no matter what Ricketts was going to say today, people were going to find a way to complain. I'm actually surprised Michael Collada is not in the chat uh, getting ready to roast us. Maybe he's at the game. Maybe he was in maybe, Iowa. Yeah, who knows? But um, I did say, you know, before the All-Star break when the Cubs were really, you know, just going through all the motions of being bad, that, like, <laughs> after the break and the deadline that we needed to hear from him and Jed, and we, we got a good dose of Jed it was just nice to hear Ricketts say something because we hadn't heard from him since August last year. So literally a year. Uh, you know, last year he said on Marquee that, hey, that the Cubs were going to be running go, in the running for the division in 2022, and here we are, and they're not, and things are bad, and, like, that makes people want to hate him more, and I get it. And did we spend enough? No, we clearly didn't spend enough. Uh, was that for the of the fault of Jed or was it the fault of, of Tom? I don't know. We're never going to know. All I know is that he, it was time for him to say something. And it was long overdue, so I will take that. And, you know, that's, that's my two cents is that I'm glad that he spoke and I'm glad that he recognizes that, hey, we give you a lot of freaking money. Uh, I'm going like, to do something about it. Like that, like... If you want to look at it that way, fine. If you don't, like, I get it. Because actions speak louder than words. So, I, I, again, I just appreciate that he came out and spoke. Because yeah. he'd been in hiding, man. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I, that's the truest way to look at it. Actions speak louder than words. This is nice to hear now. But it's all about what they do to actually make efforts towards being better next year. Because, you know, I think you look at some of it and you can parse through like, okay, were they this, you know, forward about this last year? Did they get into certain specifics? And I, I don't know. They're always kind of vague. They always kind of couch their words, right? Like you said, with saying competitive. There's a lot of interpretation in what very that legal. means, right? Yes, it is very <laughs> legal. It's procedural, right? Um, but I think... I mean, I could go back. They used to say it's in emails now, but when they were doing physical tickets, they would send a letter from Tom in the season ticket holder, like boxes they would Mm -hmm. send with your tickets. Always. We are committed to using all of our resources to winning another championship and giving you the best team you deserve, right? He's never said anything else. So sometimes we've gotten that, for sure, and other times we have not, but the line is always the same. So... How much you put into this is up to you. I will say, though, like there is a lot of smoke being generated to this that they don't really have to put out there. Jed has spoken on this. I think Crane has even spoken on this. You have writers like Ken Rosenthal going on marquee. They're inviting Ken Rosenthal Mm -hmm. on marquee knowing he's going to say, I think the Cubs are going to sign Carlos Correa or Trey Turner or Xander Bogarts. There's a lot going on there that does sort of point to that. And with where the team is at, you know, you look at we're not in a place anymore where tanking automatically gets you the pick in terms of where you finish. The benefit isn't really there. Uh, You know, people, of course, are always going to go to Wrigley Field, but it's not 40,000 every night. They're not going to get any playoff merch or any playoff tickets or any playoff beer sales the motivation really should be there to back up that exact line of thinking. We deserve a better brand of baseball than this. It's literally better for everybody. They make more money. We're happier. We don't have to yell when we come on here. We it, sell it, more merch. It benef- yeah. We sell more dope merch. Right. It's, it benefits everybody. So I hope that they mean what they are saying, but it, it means nothing until we actually see it. Yeah. 
Um, do we have the other quote, uh, Joey? Joey was off uh, on Tinder or something was going on. I don't know what he was on, but... Oh, there it is. Oh, sorry. Our, <laughs> our moves over the past year put us in a position of strength in both player and financial currency. We plan to be very active again this offseason, competing in the free agent market. So he is kind of saying, like, again, by the way, we did sign Suzuki. We did sign Stroman. We did a few things. We gave, you know, Miley, Smiley. We, we did spend money. What did they give Jan Gomes was, like, 10 million? No, I think it's even more than that. Isn't like it's two years. Is, is Gomes 13 million? Yeah, that sounds right. Like two two years, 13 or 14 million. So he's making like seven mil. Yeah, yeah so I mean, they. Two for 13. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so. Just a very Six team and a half. friendly. They did deal. spend money. They just didn't get the biggest name guys yeah. that were out. And honestly. They didn't get Correa, let's be honest. Right. Yeah, it was like, Correa. Now, this offseason is this offseason where they should go get a big name player because they've been able to develop clearly some some nucleus of young players who have potential of just being very nice players. Maybe maybe more than that, but we don't know yet. So, yeah, if you add in a big-time player, whether it's a top-of-the-line top rotational arm uh, to be your next John Lester-type signing, cool. Uh, if, if you – Go go sign Bogarts, whatever. If he opts out, right? Like I, they they gotta do something like that. They gotta make the big move. Well, and I think like you know when you look at some of the moves they made last year, and we talk about the word competitive and the sort of loose interpretation you can have of that. The thing they didn't do was make sure that this couldn't happen. Right? They did not make it. They didn't lift that floor for this team. They didn't shore up all of the potential depth issues that we saw in the rotation, especially oh, yeah. some of the offensive issues. And it would have been tough to turn the end of 2021 roster into a World Series champion. And I don't know if anybody really expected that, but they could have prevented a situation where this team was 20 games under 500 battling for last place on national television. And right. that's what they didn't do. And that's where, you know, people are going to kind of read those words and be like, okay, yes, you did spend, you went out and signed, you know, one of the biggest position player contracts for a Japanese player in, in major league history, right? You signed Marcus Stroman, who was one of the biggest fish on the market, but you, you know, did you do enough to you make let the sure twins get Correa. Right. Yeah, and and did you make sure Korea. that you were going to be able to compete in what is, as we're looking at it, a bad division? We knew this yeah. division was not going to be good. It's not going to be won by a team that's going to win 100 games, right? right? You could have competed, and you didn't do that. You didn't make sure that that didn't happen, and here we are. So that's why yeah. people were mad coming in and, and why they so. hear this, and they're like, okay, yeah, sure, show me, right? right? Yeah. Yeah, so they got to— <laughs> There it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be Perfect. The- <laughs> <laughs> I want to tweet that. Please send that to me. Thank I'll send you. it to you. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, I, I think everything that, that Tom said, it's, uh, again, I'm just glad that he said that he opened up, that he talked. But, yeah, I mean, I I can't stress enough how important this offseason is. I know every offseason is important, but especially if you want this this uh, rebuild to go as Jed said last year. Jed said this isn't 2012 or 2013. 
And despite how bad it is, I believe that that is true because you cannot sit here and tell me with a straight face that this roster is as bad as 2012. You just can't. We've seen we've seen many young guys come up and perform and and look like a guy. Brandon Hughes, example tonight, uh, and we. We've seen other players. Are they, are they part of the next great Cubs team? I don't know. Probably not all of them, but there are guys here that are talented and young. And in 2012, they had to literally tear it down to then build yeah. it back up. Like, there was no infrastructure in this organization at all in 2012. I mean, it was that bad. So, they at least there's infrastructure in the organization going into this year. And... You know, again, we've seen them play better of late. They've gone through decent stretches where they've looked competent. And, of course, they've had a ton of bad ones. But I just, to me, the, the, the maybe World Series 2025, whatever. But as far as being a competitive in the race in this Mickey Mouse division that we play in, they should be in it every year. And the half a billion or whatever they spent to renovate Wrigley Field and the area around it and the hotel, all of it, that spending should be done now. Like it, right. yeah. that should be mostly yeah. done. They bought up all the rooftops. They put up the hotel. Uh, the clubhouses have been redone. Wrigley Field's been renovated for you know generations of future Cubs fans. Yeah. So right. I I get it that that was a huge investment for them. Um, but now it's time to focus back on what's going on inside the stadium and on the field. Right. Yeah. And and hopefully that continues. Hey, if you enjoy CHGO, one way to help us continue to grow: download the Points Bet app. Use the code CHGO when you sign up. Not only do you get those two risk-free bets up to two grand, but if you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content. Ryan Herrera at Dyersville and the Field of Dreams right now. Hopefully, he'll be able to join us <laughs> if he can find Wi-Fi out there and, in the corn, and find yeah. a spot in the corn. He said there's a concert going on on the field. So there's a concert going on right now, he said. Yeah, so he's not he sure. just texted me and Stucky says, I don't think I'll be able to hop on. There's not a place for me to do it. Okay, so, <laughs> and, and he also has to drive back here tonight. Yeah. So, yeah. but he will have great stuff at allchgo.com. So to get your membership, make sure you read Ryan's stuff. Uh, he's had some great stuff out on Twitter as well and uh, sent some of it to the uh, CHGO accounts as well. If you want to follow us, we're all there. Uh, if you have any questions, email pointsbet at allchgo.com and we will help you out. And in case you missed it, online sign-up and available in Illinois. You can actually download the PointsBet app right now, register your account, start to finish, all from your phone. Signing up with the fastest sports book is easier than ever so you can start living your bet life in seconds. What are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with points bet. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. That is Ryan underscore A underscore Herrera on Twitter. So he will send out little tidbits of what he might be sending you there. Some post games oh, been on there. He had a lot of pregame photos, interviews, videos of him walking out of the corn in his CHGO swag. <laughs> huh? That was nice. Did you see that? He got the whole Field of Dreams experience today. Uh Speaking of quotes, this this isn't from Ryan Herrera's Twitter, but uh, I am on the CHGO Cubs account right now. And uh, Tommy Birch, who uh, works for the Des Moines Register, he tweeted a quote from Say Suzuki, there aren't many cornfields like this in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> he had a good night, man. Yeah, he did. He, uh, he started the rally in the first, uh, first inning. I think he's been, you know, obviously he's been, you can clearly say he's, 
not been a consistent player this year. The injury didn't help, but I do think that he is trending up towards the end of the year. Uh, and obviously, uh, you know, aside from that, cool experience from him, for him, especially as someone who's not from this country. Right. And I don't. I said to you earlier, like, you think he's even seen this movie? Like, it's not like Field of Dreams. I'm just was... gonna guess. No. First of all, it's an old movie. Yeah. That, I bet you he I, hasn't I just, seen. I just Field don't of think Dreams. it's like a globalized. You know, like it's a baseball fun, isn't as globalized as like the NBA. It's or a fun movie whatever. to think about trying to explain to someone that has never seen it, and also isn't from America, so it like doesn't grow up around <laughs> right. cornfields and stuff. Right. Like yeah, so like they this guy lives in a cornfield it's and a nice these ghosts, yeah. you know, come out of it and like ghosts, like they what? cheated in the World Series, they tanked it. They're <laughs> right. the White Sox. You he builds a baseball field in his in his in his cornfield, and a bunch of ghost baseball players come and they play this big game. You know, it's a classic. Right. So yeah. yeah. How do you ever not what's, heard of this? What's not to understand? Right. <laughs> It's the ghosts of the of the 1908 Black Sox in the cornfield, and he plays catch with his dad. You know, it it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I mean, uh, Ryan got to do it all tonight. He got to come out of the corn. Cody kept waiting for Sammy Sosa to kind of shove Griffey aside and, and walk through the corn. I was praying maybe he would just walk out of the corn. That's Cody. Just well, as the Griffeys were walking through and the attention went to them, all of a sudden Sammy came out. Man, wouldn't he just steal the show? Oh, Sammy would have came out of the corn sprinting. Uninvited. Uninvited. The, with yes. The oh, with the American yeah. flag. All oh, vibes would have just peaked for the 2022 Cubs. I would have been like, cancel the season. This is all I want the rest of the year. What if What if mm -hmm. Big Z was swinging a bat like a sickle, just oh, yeah. cutting down the corn <laughs> in front of Sammy? And Sammy came out, then ran across with the American flag. Yeah. Kids have to welcome this, him back. You know. that, would, that would be it. Ryan took a good picture of Carlos Zambrano pregame. Dude looked like he could still go out there and, and hit a few corn balls. That's all I'm gonna say. Like he he corn looked good. Balls. <laughs> yeah, we didn't get any, we didn't corn, get any balls. corn balls. Not a single tonight. corn ball. They should have played Fran Mil Reyes. I bet he would have yeah. sent one into the corn. Yeah. Uh, Joey Votto was there. He was mic'd up. That was cool. Uh, his his Twitter thread was cool. Going into it, talking about his uh, father passed away uh, more than 14 years ago now, but playing catch with his dad and that movie he had a VHS of it and that was one of the great bonds with his father was playing catch um, and so he was excited about this game and as I watched him do that interview first of all I thought wow he's going to be great as a broadcaster if he, if he wants to be an analyst on a game Joey Votto would be outstanding first ballot hall of famer for me wish he was a cub I think he's the most I think he's my most respected cub killer like, I'm trying to think of guys that just absolutely destroyed the Cubs. I think of Dale Murphy of the Braves back in the day. I think of Mike Schmidt just destroyed the Cubs back, like, old-time guys. Um, Votto in this current era, or, or the last, like, two eras of, of baseball, he's the guy. Who else, who else do you respect that's a Cubs killer that you're like, Man, that guy as a Cub would have been pretty cool, and I do respect him even though he's on the other team. I think Votto's got to be at the top of that list. Votto's I the list. Cody said Abreu. Jose Abreu for the Sox. Yeah. Just, I respect Abreu. Jose Abreu. When they do play, Jose Abreu murders this team. Most of the guys that come to mind I absolutely despise. So Votto well, is I, definitely in that group where, like, I did Daniel Murphy. Yeah, that's one, too. Do we I don't like him? Daniel Murphy at no, all. No, I don't respect <laughs> him. Dale Murphy was a heck of a player. Mike Schmidt was a great player. Yeah. Well, no, you 
I thought you said Daniel. Oh, I know. He said Daniel Murphy. Yeah. I was going old school Dale Murphy first. Daniel Murphy is a, that's going to be a no for me, dog. Hard no. You know, just out of the sake of just being down the middle, like the unbiased person that I am, clearly all day, every podcast that we always do, wink, wink, you know, Adam Wainwright has had a great career, and he has shoved against the Cubs more times than I can count. And that just because he does it, and I hate it because he's on the Cardinals, does not mean that I don't think he's had a great career. And honestly, they don't talk about him enough because Pujols and that overrated catcher that they, ha- that they have – like overlook him and it honestly I feel bad for the guy he's 40 years old and still actually playing well that he's doing more than what Yachty and Pujols are doing both of those guys are washed have been washed for years Wainwright could come back and play again next year honestly he's pitched that well this year Wainwright's one Goldschmidt's the new one over there yeah I mean I don't know how you can't respect Goldschmidt I I liked him when he was not in that Votto Votto's like fun. Oh He's no, like a no, fun no, 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 no! Don't get me wrong. Votto is still for me at the top of that list. Goldschmidt is a guy that I respect, and he's been on multiple teams and crushed the Cubs. Yeah, and he has. He doesn't have the reputation of like off the field like Votto does because I just, I just, you just never hear him do interviews, and he's not on social media. At least I, I mean, he might be on Instagram, but I don't think he's on Twitter. Uh, but. From like what every what players say about Goldschmidt is that he's like a great person, great right. human, whatever. So I would have liked cool. him as a cub. I would have loved him as a cub. <laughs> you know. <laughs> what about Pujols? What about him? <laughs> is there is there a respect there for him being? You can, I mean, not now. I'm talking about like. No, I was no. complaining about him being in the home run derby. Like I, yeah. I and I, I, I think that was when we were on with Kevin where he said that he knew some people who were, like, interested in the home runner because Kevin or uh, because Pujols was in it. And you and I were both like, yeah, like, I'm not yeah. here for this Cardinals, like, you I know, already said enough tour. nice things about a Cardinal. I can't right, say you, you know, hold he, off he's on a, his, yeah. he's, he's a historic player. Back in the day. Has a great mm-hmm. reputation and is, like, a community guy, I think, across the league. But I don't care. I don't like him. Willie McGee I never liked him either. I can't wait for him to retire. Yeah. It's, I, I don't have to like everybody that's good in Anybody baseball, on the I? Brewers, like Prince Fielder? Was there anybody that was on the Brewers at some point where you were like, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, bec- I think because he also played here, I never like despised Carlos Lee. El yeah. Caballo. All right. I, I liked Carlos Lee I, a lot. When he was a free agent, I kind of wanted it. I forgot he played yeah. for him. <laughs> Jeremy Burnett's. Yeah. Cubs legend. Too. Cubs legend, yeah. Wait, oh. what? He's here. Oh, we got to run it. Perhaps. Is he going to emerge from the corn? What's Is happening? He emerging from the corn. That doesn't whoa, look like corn. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Build the Wi-Fi and he will come. Here he is. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan, can you Herrera hear us from the corn? Is, is Ryan Herrera. <laughs> Hey, we got him from the Tell corn. Tell us all about it. How was it? Was 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 it as much fun as it looked? I mean, it was a lot of fun. Um, there was a lot. I mean, you saw all the legends come in, the Griffies kind of emerging through the corn before the game. I got to talk to Carlos Zambrano a little bit before the game, so that was pretty cool. Um, uh, yeah, it, it was it was cool. You know, going you know going to have a path from the field, like the field we just played on, back to to the actual studio 
set mm-hmm. field thing with the house and all that thing. So it was, it was pretty cool. I didn't get to go check out the house, but took a couple pictures around it and stuff. So that was that was fun. I mean, it was a lot, a long day. Um, and then they had this freak, this concert at like there was this concert it was loud as hell. Press box, I couldn't sit in there. Couldn't go, couldn't go into a different workroom because you know I didn't want to be loud in front of other people trying to work. So I'm like running around trying to find connection, and it, we're in, in the cornfields in Iowa, so I don't have any good connection here. So I'm like, well, I just had to wait it out. And they were playing that that Applebee's commercial. It's that band, the Applebee's, it uh, was? whatever that thing. Is. The yeah, Applebee's it was that band. band? Yeah, it's like fancy Antenna like band Applebee's band? or whatever it's called. I don't, I don't know, but I don't know who it is. I know the Apple commercial. I thought they probably could have gotten a better. Oh, act, the guy that said sings about Applebee's. Yeah. yeah, I know that yeah, song. Yeah. About Applebee's. Yeah. So I had to wait him out, and they just ended, thankfully. And uh, so here I am. The styrofoam cooler and that one uh, sings about a styrofoam cooler and two straws. Yes, two yes. straws. Yes. About the Oreo shake. Apple, you know, on Applebee's on a yeah. Friday, I believe is the uh, tagline. Yeah, yeah, that was real popular last summer. Ryan, I know what the kids vibe to. Ryan, when you were meeting Carlos Sambrano, did you also get the vibe that if you put a bat in his hands tonight, he would have sent one into the corn? Because that's what it looked like from your photo. I was say, did you see the picture I put up there? I mean, yeah. That's like, he looks, he, I mean, it was kind of the same as the picture I put up with Soriano <laughs> the, a, few, a couple months ago. Like, he put, the, put a bat in both their hands. They're, they're hitting one in the corn. And that didn't happen today, clearly. But um, yeah, he's 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 looks like he's in good shape. Maybe maybe if pitchers could still hit, he could uh, make his comeback. Back for the Chicago Dogs, maybe. Ooh. Yeah, Dogs legend. I'd love to see Zambrano just come out there and do batting practice for like one game. Just like just just do, let him do batting practice for a little bit. Just ah. want to see if he can hit a few into the bleachers. I'd love it. I wanted him to give Ryan during the interview. The font no treatment, the hammer to the nail, the hammer to the nail, the hammer. Then you would go down a little bit. Remember when he used to do that? That was so funny. It was so good. They both played along with it. That's what I, that would have been the gif of all gifts, Ryan. I do have a question. You took the, the video of yourself coming out of the corn saying, is this heaven in your CHGO swag? Yeah. When did you, ch- when and where did you change shirts? Was it a scene? When you change shirts, like, did you just do this in the middle of the field? It doesn't look like there's like changing rooms there anywhere. No, I just had, I just had the shirt underneath. There's underneath oh, okay. my Hawaiian, it was a shirt you know, underneath. look at, I got my Hawaiian on. Um, it's you know, underneath. It's All right. Beautiful day. I had to have it on. Yeah, it's underneath. I it's, was going to say women and children. There's, this is yeah. a family show. No, it's just, it, we're, that wouldn't are have been, that that would have been NSFW. Ladies and gentlemen, at this time, we ask that? that you please. What was that? Bring your attention to a creepy hologram of Harry Carey. What did you think of that? You you only saw a you little. Have you seen it now, Ryan? Because at the ballpark, you didn't really get to yeah. turn around and see what they were doing on the broadcast. Um, I saw the video, and like I, I sent you guys the video, uh, and all you I mean you couldn't really I couldn't really see in the booth from my vantage point. And the only time I ever kind of looked at the video board that they have here was it was kind of the back of his head, and I'm like, oh, maybe that's just I thought it was just someone like pretending to be Harry Carey, really just like the back of their head, like a stunt double-esque kind of thing. Um, and then I kind of get back up to my seat, and everyone's <laughs> everyone's like, I, no one really knew what to say about it. I'm like, it, like well, what? Like, it, it didn't seem that bad. And I found the video on Twitter, and uh, oh, I saw you guys, you know, talking about it in Slag, and then I saw the, twi- the, I saw the, video, the video on Twitter, and it was weird. 
it was, it was unsettling. How do we know that this is you and not a hologram of uh, a Ryan Herrera? Yeah. Well, if it was a holog, if it was a hologram, we wouldn't have him on the screen. We would just be panning in closely oh, be in to studio, you guys, so yes. that nobody oh, could actually right. see, yeah. like looming over us. Right? Okay. <laughs> Ryan, do you think that the Field of Dreams game will be the game we remember as the night that Nikki Three Hits emerged as the next great star of the Chicago Cubs? Um, I'll I hang mean, up and li- I'll hang up and listen. First time caller. I've been a- I've been on Nick Madrigal all season. I know we had a few non-believers, Corey especially. Um, Not at the beginning of the year. I was a defender when he was getting railed on Twitter. But, yeah, recently uh, I'm not the biggest believer. That's fair. Yes, but I, I, I've been saying all year, I think you just he's, he's just needed time to get healthy and really be getting a rhythm and healthy to play. Like, that's good for him. He's had that. It's been like, was it like seven, eight games since he kind of came back and, and doing it three hits today. Maybe, maybe, Luke, maybe, maybe, maybe this is the breakout. I saw somewhere yeah, it's I the first so. ever, first ever three hit, two stolen base game of his career. Yeah. Um, so, he had yeah, a Ricky Nikki Henderson, man. It was, he was, yeah. he was Ricky Henderson out there. It's, yeah. it's Nikki, Nikki three hits, Nikki, Nikki two swipes. Nikki Henderson? Two swipes. Nikki three hits, Nikki, Nikki, Nikki runs two, two in. walks in the game on Monday. Yeah. You know, I'm telling like you, he's, Ricky he's Henderson, diversifying. Baby. Yeah. 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 Nikki Henderson. Walk. Nikki Henderson. <laughs> We're going to go that far. Baby. All right. So I know you got to get on the road. We want to get you on the road. What What was your overall take from the whole experience? What was your favorite part of it? And what was your overall take from it? Uh, well, I'll give you my least favorite part of it was the Zambrano picture because my notifications are kind of blowing up. And I think my phone is my phone, my tweet deck. It's just the notifications are going. So, um, no, but the, the, my favorite part, I mean, Really seeing the 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 you know the Griffies come out in the out from the cornfield, even though they said have a catch, but whatever, that's the line in the movie. Um, but seeing them come out, seeing the players come out, obviously the Cubs and, and Reds legends was really cool. Uh, I mean, just the like theatrical part of that was is, is really cool to see, especially in person. Like it's one thing kind of watching it on TV, but when you see it in person, I thought that was really cool. Um, no, overall, I mean the the Village Dreams, I think it was it's a good event and. Uh, I know Kevin actually talked to some some. He he went out talked to fans and talked. Me and him talked to a couple of Iowa guys. Uh, they were actually the ones that let us use their gloves and recorded us playing catch, um, <laughs> having a catch. Um, but they were, we were talking. You know, they're all they're both from Iowa, and they're like, you know, it's it's one of those things where Iowa doesn't have a major league team in any sport, um, like like Iowa State and Iowa Hawkeyes. Like those are the two teams, right? Um, so to have a place where major league baseball teams can come and you know play, like bring something to the town bring something to the state play a play a, a game that's really an event it's not just like some some regular meaningless game that they're playing i hear like the like mlb puts on a good show um i think that was i think that was uh the, just kind of the overall takeaway i guess everyone's least favorite part was the harry carry thing in reality like that was i think i think we can all agree on that one that was yeah it was it was weird all right, one last thing. Let's take care of business, and let's put me into first place in a tie now for who you got with my Nico Horner pick. And I believe that's like four out of five. I am on a tear. Stucky Nation, that's six baby. Uh, well, I think it's you, like four out of five, pick? but I think I won. I didn't win. Ryan, I, I liked your Cody pick Cody won one. 
I was in the same position where I had a chance to tie, and then Cody won one, moved ahead, and now I've, I've won two in a row. So Shoeless Joe, <laughs> Shoeless Joe didn't you, come through for else you. Pick? I had uh, Velasquez. Morale. Oh, morale. Okay. I mean, I think this is kind of crap because I'm you know, out here running around, getting all the content that this that, that we. Do we have Ryan? Did we lose Ryan? And you guys are just sitting there, just researching your hearts out, trying to get the best who you got pick, and I I deserve at least half a point for this. Well, running this is, around. No, 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 no. You got to go. Right. And I mm-hmm. had to sit here right. in the West Loop with the old and do guys. this show with Luke and Corey. You throw corn around. I, I know Kevin is in the chat, but like I am just a little salty that we couldn't find a way to send us all there. Because this was a once in a lifetime experience. Right. Cody and I went through corn <laughs> in a city park. That's how we celebrated. You can Cody, find that on Cody. Twitter if you're looking for it. Instagram, Twitter. <laughs> YouTube. Cody, I offered I offered to switch our roles a long time ago, and you said no. So, oh, it's kind of on you, man. It's kinda Ryan, on you. Ryan, I don't I don't need Cubs PR telling me how to tweet in person. All right, Ooh. no blow. <laughs> but Ryan, I've got trouble. one last you'd question. Be trouble, you'd be in hot <laughs> trouble. Up? Ryan, are you shotgun or are you backseat on the way back? I'll be shotgun. Me and me and Kevin hanging out. We're not not tripping, road tripping. We're hanging yeah. out. I'll be shotgun. I got I the- gotta be a co-pilot. He's in the chat. What what kind of tunes you? Here's the deal: if you're coming from Iowa, you need to be rocking like Tom Petty on the way back or something. Put on Full Moon Fever and Into the Great Wide Open, and maybe a little Foo Fighters. You got to stay awake, so something's got to be upbeat. You can't have Pink Floyd on when you're coming back, or whatever this uh, Applebee's stuff is. (laughs) They're just gonna play that on. Yeah, you can't play the Applebee's song over and over, Ryan. What kind of music (laughs) are you gonna use to keep yourselves awake here? I'm going to let Metallica? Kevin choose. He's, he drove here. He's driving back. I'm going to let Kevin pick whatever he wants to pick. He's right. in the you chat can... asking what you guys should talk about on the drive back. Three and a half hour drive back. He wants to know what you guys should talk about. I would put talk on Metallica and just ride. <laughs> just ride. Just ride. Like Roll down good... the windows, Metallica, and just ride. It sounds like a good live you know, live stream, live yeah. show. Ryan and Kevin <laughs> from the car talking Cubs. You Don't know? you on a road trip just like to crank the music as loud as you can? Like That's the time when you really you get a rock concert going in your car. Do they agree on music, though? That's the thing. Do they have well, agreeable taste? That's, that's tough see? for three hours. I can listen to anything. Kevin's thinking Kevin country artist. Matt, Matt says sandstorm, sandstorm the, all, the entire trip. On, on repeat. On repeat, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kevin's going to break out his favorite Bette Midler, Wind Beneath My Wings CD. I, if, you're going with, if you were driving with Luke, he'd probably be playing like Little Baby the whole time. That's right. one of his <laughs> favorites. Little Baby. Uh, I saw him at Lala. Yeah, he saw him at Lala. Yeah. He was opening. A, a beach bunny, is that what they call him? <laughs> Bad bunny. Beach bunny. <laughs> We are so blessed to get to work with you, Luke. Beach Bunny, isn't that what they call him? No, it's not. I know the one song starts off. (laughs) Bad Bunny, I know who it is. You punks don't know. Well, ACDC. ACDC would be good. Metallica would keep you going. Little Kiss. Yeah, yeah, Little Kiss. Bon Jovi. Oh, Bon Jovi. Play a little. uh, Do you know that? Do you know that my cousin used to make their costumes and travel, and she's on the thank yous in the first album for Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi, yeah, yeah. Bon Jovi. The best. I got a hookup. Want to go to Bon Jovi? Best bar songs are by Bon Jovi. 
Absolutely. There's one thing me and Stucky Absolutely. will forever agree bon on. Bon Jovi is an outstanding Slam concert. Slam some bush lights with Stucky you go and to a bon Jovi living concert, on a prayer. You go to Bon Jovi <laughs> yeah. and people that don't like Bon Jovi are like, oh, I forgot about this. Oh, wait, this yeah, song. I, yeah, bon Jovi. Is, is Bon Jovi like what Nickelback is to me and Corey and Ryan's like uh, no, generation? No, Bon no. Jovi was legit back in the day. Bon Jovi is better than Nickelback for sure. And... Bruce Springsteen. That's the end of this show. Oof. Wow. I know. No, no, no. Sorry no. about I that. I don't ascribe Sorry about that. that, Corey. I'll take Bon Jovi over Bruce Springsteen 24-7, My mom played Bon Jovi every day in the car when I was a kid. I like Bon Jovi. That's uh, my life. Bon Jovi's cool. Ryan, I do have one more uh, baseball question for you before we <laughs> let you get on the road. Uh, we were, you know, obviously – tweeting and memeing and doing all sorts of things. So I, I might have missed it if it was on the broadcast, but did you see Ben Zobrist milling around like before the game? I know he was supposed to be there, but I don't remember I saw, if we saw yeah, him. I saw some pictures of him. I saw, yeah. yeah. But, uh, my dad, or, um, my mom actually got a picture with him at like some autograph signing thing. Um, I didn't see him personally. I know other others saw him at, point, at various points. Um, I didn't see him personally kind of running back and forth and running around places, but he was here. He was here. I know the Cubs just tweeted out like all the Hall of Famers, but Zambrano wasn't in it and Ben Zobris wasn't in it, but I, I know they were both there. I'm so. trying to clarify here. Ben Zobris had an autograph signing at the Field of Dreams and your mom got an autograph or your mom got an autograph at an autograph signing somewhere else previously? It was today. I don't know, I don't know where exactly the, this autograph signing was, but got it today. I won't send me a picture of it. So. Cool. Well, now wait a minute. You, you want us to share? Are you your telling mom me your mom is at with... the Field of Dreams and you're riding home with Kevin instead of your own mother? She didn't. She didn't go to the game. She left. She was there oh, with okay. Uh, okay. other family members and left. Uh, gotcha. Gotcha. All right. All right. Yeah. I just want more Ben Zobris. Kevin says Ben Zobris. more Ben Zobris content. I know he was yeah. there, but like. You know, he's the World Series MVP when the yeah. Chicago Cubs won the World Series. I, I want to see more of back into the scene. More at like, the ballpark. Like, he was in the stands for one of the games. Like, I want him on the field. I want him singing the stretch. No hologram. I do not no, want a Ben Zobris hologram. No. no. Nobody, nobody do that. Uh, more Ben Zobris. But, okay, that was my question. Scorpions rock you like a hurricane is a banger. Ryan was already at heaven. Now he's halfway there living on a prayer. Nice. <laughs> Whoa! Huh? All right, Cody's singing a couple times tonight. Ryan, drive safely. <laughs> Cubs win their World Series of the summer. The Can I give you one more game. quote? One more quote. All right, this is tweeted from Jesse Rogers. Nico Horner, he says, it felt like a college atmosphere, definitely not normal. I could, e I could visibly see a horse from shortstop pretty easily. <laughs> bang, bang. Sick. <laughs> you, you, Bad bunny. You, guys gotta, you, you have to see this view of just like, when the, when the sun was out, just how far this these the corn fields went. Like, corn, as far as the eye can see, get me out of here. I need to, I need to go back to a place with buildings. Tommy, to make sure to, make sure to stop at a Casey's too, gas Union station on, on your way home. No, Down I've on his stopped luck. at enough Casey's. Out on his Casey's luck. actually does have good food, but I don't, I don't Hey, don't breakfast pizza that. hits different. And for everyone in the chat doesn't know, we now know. Bon Jovi and Casey's In the pizza. words of Bon Jovi, Ryan... Have a great day. No, have a nice day. Have a nice have day. Have a nice day. Have, have a nice day. day. Boy, I screwed that up. Fortunately, you're halfway there, living on a prayer. He's out.
He's had enough. Ryan, Ryan just put on, <laughs> just started the car up. Vroom. Casey's on the road on the way back. Hey, if you see a Stuckey's on the way back, definitely stop. Yeah. You ever been at a Stuckey's? No, great, sir. great Rice Krispie treats at Stuckey's. Yeah. What are we talking about? Great ice cream it's, too. It's a restaurant slash gas station. Yeah. Okay. Kevin, Kevin, I have a shirt that says "Eat at Stuckey's, get gas." <laughs> Kevin says Casey's on Ryan. So Ryan's buying the Casey's on the way. Oh get yeah, you, you got to get the slice of pizza. They have it. The, they have like a little thing that they put the they keep the pizza warm. Just get you a slice. I'm telling you, Buc-ies, I mean it's not yeah, Chicago pizza, but for if you're on a long road trip and you gotta get gas, I mean if you're paying these gas prices, you might as well get yourself a nice slice of pizza. It's different when you're in the car. That's one more, su- one more suggestion for Ryan: if you do stop at a Casey's and you decide to eat the hot dog that's been spinning on that wheel <laughs> for like. Three weeks, make sure you take a video of it. We'd like to see it on the Twitter. We appreciate it. Thanks for checking out the CHGO Cubs post-game show podcast presented by PointsBet. Cubs win the Field of Dreams game, and we even had a hologram of Harry Carey. Have a great night. Good morning. Thanks for watching and listening, and fly the W.